Hey guys, this is Justin. And this is Sarah. And this is the Flow podcast that goes with our Flow Life group. This is currently week four. Mm-hmm. Week four. So we have, just to recap. Let's recap it. Okay. We've covered gratitude. Yes. And we've covered joy, community, and this week we are talking about mission and purpose. Boom. Yeah. That's a heavy, it's a big one. It's a huge one? Well, they're all big. But I kind of really do feel like all of these previous ones are building to get us. I do feel like this is kind of the the cornerstone of what we're getting at because we're trying to stay on mission and purpose. I feel like this is a, we've got a lot of good stuff I feel like to share and hopefully it's super helpful for people. So um, today we're going to fire off on mission and purpose. So we usually begin with a good old definition. Please define. Okay. All right. (laughs) I actually have two definitions this morning. So purpose is the reason for which something is done or created or for which something exists. And that's purpose. Mission is a strongly felt aim, ambition, or calling. And when you really pair those two together, it just is a really big hearted Definition. I mean, don't you feel like, wow, the reason or an ambition or the strongly felt part? I mean, those are powerful. Yeah. Well, and let's come down to it. At the end of the day, if we boil away all of the things and everybody, it's just like everybody's been sitting home. I mean, I hope we all at some point in our life go, why am I here? Right. Like, what's the reason God put me here and what am I supposed to do? Yeah. And those are probably the essential questions that every person has to ask in living. And so we're just helping to flesh that out a little bit and hopefully make the process easier. I think it's an ongoing thing, too. Oh, continually. I mean, you never just like wake up and you go, okay, I've accomplished my my mission or my purpose. I think uh-uh. there was a saying where it was like, uh, have you accomplished your purpose? And then the question is, are you still alive? Yeah, right. Then no. No. You know? True. So until you die, you are continuously on your mission. Well, and also our goals and missions and things that we desire are are so different than they were 10 years ago. Yeah. I feel like God gives you enough that you can handle. And then when you're at the next level, he's like, okay, there's something else. And then you get there and he's like, okay, now here, I want you here. He never gives you more than he can handle. Right. Yeah. And doesn't feel like it, but supposedly we. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We need to lean on him during those times. Uh Uh-huh. So so I guess the key point we're trying to get right out the gate is if you go and you look through scripture, mission and purpose is a huge part of what Christ came to do and say, as well as um, everything else that was written in the New Testament and old. Um, But if we're talking about first the mission and purpose and definition, can we back it up with scripture? You know, are there certain scriptures that you like that uh, kind of hammer this point home and help keep it in the focus? Yeah, you know, I've always loved that uh, we're all so different and that we all have our own giftings and strengths. And I think that's what makes us all really unique and integral into this. Like, oh, and interesting. Big, right, this whole big world. I mean, if we were all the same and had all the same strengths <laughs> we it would be an unbalanced world it'd right? be a nightmare yeah and boring right so first peter four ten talks about it says each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of god's grace in its various forms i think what stands out to me in here is it says first of all each of you so like everyone everybody okay? we've all gotten one every single we've one we've all received gifts if you're listening to this you have a gift exactly 
And, and then he says, use whatever gift you have received to serve others. So it was a gift given to us to continue to pour into the world, to pour into every other person. You know so, what my favorite word is? Hmm. Whatever. Whatever gift, yeah. Because it's like so many people downplay, oh, I don't have the gift of prophecy. I don't have the gift of... You have super important gifts that are just as necessary. Okay. And it says whatever gift, so wherever you're gifted, mm -hmm. whatever you have to give, mm -hmm. please bring it mm -hmm. because we can use it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And then I love, uh, obviously, whatever gift you received to serve others. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's like we have to be doing that every day. Mm -hmm. um, I just love that each of us can use whatever we have to better the betterment of others around us. Yeah. And that is such a powerful verse, and frankly, that one I need to read every day. Yeah. And I need to follow it up with, can we just, the next verse I really liked, Galatians 6, 9, mm -hmm. and I think this is key too because you can get, okay, I have a gift, and okay, I'm going to use it. But then there's days like, even this morning in the midst of doing this podcast, Sarah's got 15 voicemails to get to. She didn't feel great yesterday. We had all these things going on that now we're doing the podcast in the morning. But guess what? Here, Galatians 6, 9, yeah, there's a million things we've got to get going, but God's that important. We've got to make sure that we do not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Mm -hmm. Let us not become weary. Yes. That happens daily. Daily I mean, weary. I really, I, yeah. I feel like, I mean, if I'm being honest, you get, it's so, it can be exhausting. Fully. You know? There's yeah. just always so much to do and to take care of and you get lost in this to-do and this to-do list and you wake up going, okay, today, you know, and kind of forget that there's really a primary focus is to ask God, what, what do you have for me today to do for you? Yeah. And then it's not going to be daunting because he's going to let you take it one step at a time or one minute at a time. He knows how you operate. Yes. Can I just say too that I know that you know that the devil will take enemy will take anything that God is trying to do for good and make it a negative. Yeah. So even as we're talking about this, I know in some people's case if they're already overwhelmed, the thought of some of these procedures and protocols mm -hmm. can then push them into more, further anxiety. Yeah. What you just said is huge. Your focus point is the, exactly the way that we need to think about it. It's not a daunting like, oh, God is always disappointed with me because I fall short continually. Guess yeah. what? He's not surprised. Right. You've fallen short from the beginning. Yeah. So forget about judging. Like at the end of the day, if you want to, th you know, get a gut check moment and say, was I on purpose today? Did I fulfill it? If you didn't, no problem. Mm -hmm. Don't guilt yourself like, oh, I'm never going to be there. I'm always going to. No. Yeah. Look at what Jesus did. He used murderers. He used people who offered their wives up to other people. He used people who killed individuals so they could sleep with someone else. I mean, we're talking about icky people yeah. with probably, if we're just talking about in the general theme, seemingly bigger sins than we have. Yeah. He used them for the greatest things that we all point to. So right. believe me, we're all screwing up. Yeah. Do not get distracted and sidetracked and let the enemy take out your the wind out of your sails mm -hmm. because you're self-judging. It is not about self-judgment. It's just about, you know what? Let's go tomorrow. Let's just show for the 1% better. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna tweak a little bit of my plan, and I'm going to get my focus a little better, and, and hopefully you, you avoid some potholes and missteps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so on that same thing, uh, 
I wanted to just talk about an analogy that just came to me because I feel like in my own Christian walk, I've, I've felt this way sometimes, but this thing, this, this, it's an analogy I made up, but essentially, let's just say uh, we're on a mission together. You're on a mission, really. You're the focus, and you're in the military, and you're going, and you have to, we'll just pick a point, you have to get to this lighthouse. But in the midst of your mission that they sent you out to do, stuff happens. Mm-hmm. Your car breaks down. Um, you can't go through and things aren't working the way that you want. Your comms aren't working. You aren't getting intel. And before you know it, you're focused on trying to eat and survive. And before you know it, that mission fades and fades. And before you know it, you don't have a mission. The mission's over. Someone else fixed it. I don't know what happened. That happens so easy in our Christian walk that we can get distracted by just the Mm day-to-day. So then my question was, like, if we're in that situation... Uh, can can you love Jesus and not be on mission? Well, absolutely. I mean, you can always love Jesus, but are you following his plan for you when you're in this kind of survival mode? Or like we talked about in the Facebook Live, the abiding. Yeah. Like, am I abiding? Yeah. Or am I just going, God, I just try to I just try to get my next breath and keep my head above water. I can't think about fixing all this other stuff. Yeah. It's like you just have to kind of brush it all away and focus on the one thing, and that's him. Mm-hmm. And then let him redirect you. But isn't it funny, too, how we feel like we don't have time, but yet if we make time, it deletes some of our to-do list and anxiety because we're giving it to him? Yeah. So, like, it's once again God's 180. Yeah, like, well, if you go crea- against human nature, yeah, go he, ahead. He created time, so I mean, yeah. If 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 I feel like I don't have time to spend a half an hour with him in the morning, or even ten minutes, or whatever, I think that's just absurd. Because <laughs> and believe me, I do have days where I'm like, I don't have time to right. sit and drink coffee and pray and do do the things. Yeah, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But every time I do, I, I mean, I never regret doing it, and I also pray. You know, this is my prayer when I do feel like it's such a sacrifice of time. Yeah. Um, I just pray. I'm like, Lord, make up for this. And he always does. Yes. And then it feels it's like. Good. Yeah. It's good. He does make up for it. He honors that. And he knows that he, how I'm feeling. But or don't, how, don't you think it's also like even like in scripture, there there's stories where they just walk up and they're like, you could heal me if you want. They didn't ask to be healed. They're mm-hmm. like, you could heal me if you wanted to. Hmm. The point of that is I know that you have this. So just like you're saying, mm-hmm. once you, once you, as you know him better, mm-hmm. and as you trust him more, and as you understand that I have to have procedure and protocol in my morning and day and life to be on this mission and stay on course, the more that you do those things, it affirms that you can't function at this level without him. Right. Like even before we were doing the podcast, I prayed. I'm like, God, I know there's a million things going on. Let me shut that down. Mm-hmm. Let me give this to you. I mean, not... You know what I'm saying. It's yeah. not like this yeah. is a gift, but let me give set this time aside. Yeah. He will honor that every time. Yes. And he will do so much with so little. He just wants to see that you have the trust in him and belief. You're like, God, I need you. I just don't have time in this moment because of the things. He just sees that you have the faith that he can make up time that doesn't sound possible. And he does it. Right. So it's like, it's just pointing more and more that we just need him in pretty much every nook and cranny of our day and our life 
And the whole point of these procedures is to get ourselves kind of starting to dial so we have some go-tos that are constant habits that keep us up. Yeah. Because if we just rely on you and me going down the mental to-do list of even the things that we discussed... It's just distractions, really. It's too much. Yeah, it is. So that's why the mental hygiene moments and all those other things, it's just like praying at mealtimes. The whole point is a pause to recenter mm-hmm. and thank. Well, we want to do that all day long. So when we have something when you're showering, when we have something when you're brushing teeth, when you have something, um, you know, like you're sewing into the community or you're doing other things or you have like we're going to talk about this week, uh, all of those things just are cues. They're anchors that say, you know what? Oh, yep. Sorry, God. I was off. Boom. I'm back. I'm with you. It's like a reminder to just be present in the moment. Yeah. Which is so hard to do. Yes. It's I'm like always... If I were a computer, I would have 8,000 tabs, tabs open. open. I you, literally would. I agree. And it is so overwhelming sometimes. So for me... But I'm, I think it's because of high... I mean, it's because you're wicked smart and you have all of these things you're doing and you can handle a lot, but then where do you shut it off? I don't. I wish that I could shut it off. You know, so those little mental hygiene moments are good for me. They're just... Uh, it's just a pause and a reset. And I'm starting over. You know, you think about like that straight path. I know there's a lot of visuals and pictographs of this or whatever. You know, you have you at point A and then there's a straight line and that's, you know. Linear. Linear. Boom. It's success. Shortest. It's, shortest. It's, yeah. But distance. I feel like what we do is we go and going all it's over the, the place and we're way over on the side and we're right over here and then we stop and then we, you know, it's like, what the heck? Why didn't we just go straight? That's my whole goal in life is to avoid the squiggle. But I also I mean, say like which, the squiggle is necessary it sometimes is. because And you learn a lot in the squiggle. The squiggle is it I hate to say it, but I almost feel like it's necessary because it reminds us to get back on mission, you know? And I think there's a lot of learning and growth that happens on the squiggle. And there's truth that humans only learn via perspective. Um yeah. comparison. Right. So you almost like until you're 25 pounds overweight yeah. and you go, holy cow, this is uncomfortable and I don't like this. Mm-hmm. That's at the point you're motivated enough to make a change. Yeah. Well, in your day, if you realize you really, if you have that moment where you check it, you don't have to wait until you're 25 pounds spiritual deficit. Yeah. You're catching it at three. Yeah. And then the next day you tweak it a little bit and you're back on track. Yeah. That's my hope for myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm hoping by sharing some of this, that it helps other people have a straighter line. Yeah. You can't avoid... The squiggle's there. We learn and love the squiggle. <laughs> we love and hate the squiggle. <laughs> love and hate the squiggle. But... Um, so, we talked about, can you love Jesus and forget you're on mission? Of course we can. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I feel like that's more normal than being on purpose every day. Yeah. Um, I think it comes really natural for people. It takes work to figure some of this stuff out. Um, so with that said, if we want to start talking about how do we start tweaking, I think maybe the thing that I kind of wrote down is if we're just talking about ideas, I'm going to bump down just a little further. If we're going to talk about, if we're looking at what am I going to do today or how do I stay on mission today or how do I make sure I'm loving Jesus and I'm on mission, um, don't you think the first step is kind of starting and uh, making time for it. Like you almost have to schedule a sit down to set your base of what are you on mission for? Mm -hmm. What am I even good at? 
you know, all those different things. Yeah. I think digging deep is necessary. We have to. We have to pray and say, God, what do you have for me here? Yeah. What 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 are my strengths here? What, right. What did you give me as a strength? And I often think, too, like um, when I was taking that personality test, or no, it was my Enneagram, yeah. and I was asking you, what would I do here, you know? And you were helping me answer the questions. Well, it's probably you easier me. for me. Well, you and you, you were helping me answer the questions because I was like, well, I don't really know what I would do. But I think sometimes people need to maybe call on the people that are closest to mm. them to yeah. help them identify their strengths. That's because good. I think we're blinded sometimes by our own strengths or we are focusing so much on our weaknesses yes. that we're like, well, I only see that I'm bad at this and this and this. And, and I then, fail here, here, and here. And then you're not even focusing on your strengths. So your strengths are getting put to the wayside and you're just focusing on weaknesses. Yeah. We need to be focusing on our strengths and right. and going with that. And then I think God will take time and show you when he wants you to tweak and work on the, the things that, you know, he would have you improve, I guess. Yeah. But, so before we kind of dive deep into some tips with that, maybe we go over... Um, if we're trying to stay on mission and any person who's trying to, you know, keep a focus point and achieve a goal, um, one, the mission has to be stated plainly. You can't have a wishy-washy mission. Mm -hmm. And the nice thing is the Bible already does that. Yeah. So we talked about our mission, you know, God has good plans for us. So just even over this series, God has good plans for us. He wants to prosper us. He wants to move us forward. He wants to prune his branches so that they can flourish he want he has all his plans are us are for good. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants us to reflect his image. It's in his best interest that we flourish. Mm-hmm. That's his whole point. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want us down and dirty and beat up and defeated. He wants us as shining members in the community that point to Jesus that help other people find him. Right. So the mission has to be stated plainly. Great check. Bible already does that. Yep. Tons of scripture on what we're supposed to do, how we're supposed to preach to the nations, how we're supposed to love one another, how we're supposed to go above ourselves, forgive our neighbor. All those things that we're supposed to be on mission with, they already state. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have to understand the weight of our mission and responsibilities. So I guess as human beings, and that's why we started the podcast here, or we started trying to do some, you know. Ministry oh, ministry, or have a bigger footprint in ministry because we felt called that like we weren't doing our level of what we're called to do. Yeah. And so we have to understand the weight of our mission that, you know what, that is a priority. God has, um, he's got a point for us and we, we need to make sure that we're understanding that that is our mission here, mm-hmm. that we do need to every day be focusing on the mission and checking back in and finding out what we need to be doing for him, not just how do we tread water today. Yeah. Um, so the nice thing is we have that check. Here's the key one. Uh, overcoming fears. We have to overcome our fears and we have to use Jesus confidence instead of you confidence. Because even in this, are you and I think that we're so knowledgeable that we should just, you know, look for other reasons to spread our knowledge? Most of the time, no. Mm -hmm. We felt compelled to rise above, you know, our own fears and concerns and self-judgment and say, you know what, can we help somebody else? Mm -hmm. Something in here is going to be helpful. And so out of that, that's why we did this. So having that overcoming the fear and saying, I can't do this, Jesus, this is too big. I can't, I can't serve at church. I can't usher. I can't walk up to someone at Walmart I feel led to and give them some money because uh, the Spirit told me, Jesus, that's too forward. That's too bold. 
you have to just go, God, I'm scared to death, and this knots up. Usually, um, in my life, at least, the things that are the most scary, the scariest, are the things I'm supposed to do. Yeah. It's like, if I get sick to my stomach about the thought of doing it, <laughs> then I'm probably supposed to do it. Puke, and then... Yeah. Put in an action step. Yeah, I mean, I'm not talking about, like, roller coasters or anything like that. I'm talking about just stepping out, and those are the things. Doing a sermon at church with you, like, when we did it for the first time. That was huge, and I was sick. You were sick. But I was, like, so nervous. Right. But it was so good. I loved it. And honestly, you kind of, I mean, I sometimes think that you have to think about, too, what does God have, not as a selfish thing, but how much growth there was for my myself in that, uh-huh. you know? And uh, I just I think there's so much power in that. You got breakthrough, yeah. and you also understood that you had another level. Yeah. That level's been there. And then even if it spoke to one person or a half a person, <laughs> it was worth it. You <laughs> and know? guess what? It's probably just like us doing this. We're getting a lot out of it. Yeah. We, just by going and doing that thing, usually come away with something we get a gift for doing it. Yeah. Like we, I always learn when we're learning and digging deep, mm-hmm. I get so much out of it. Yeah. So like, it's really a gift to me as well to push myself. Yeah. And I feel, the same. I feel like everybody, everybody can benefit. Mm-hmm. We find out what we're capable of mm-hmm. and it's always more than you think. Yeah. God, ha- God knows that you're the LeBron James of a certain category. Mm-hmm. And that category is your wheelhouse. Um, he's just waiting for you to use that thing he gave you to better his community and help others around, show his love. I do want to just touch too on, I know that we can go so many different ways with this, but like you don't have to be the absolute best at something to do it. No, no. You know? That's how you get good at practice. Right. And I think that's where people maybe fall short too, is they're like, well, I'm not the best at it, so I'm not going to do it. Or I don't have the most resources, so I'm not going to give. Or I'm not Bill Gates, I can't start this foundation. You know what I mean? Like, right. I think we often feel like if we're not the best or have the most, we don't, we can't give or do. And maybe fear of failure is sabotaging your God's gifting. Right. But I just want to encourage everyone, like, you you got to start somewhere. Everyone starts somewhere. and uh, Do small things. Yeah. Start small. You know, I've read that there's this things. new book, it's or not new anymore, but it's called Atomic Atomic Habits. But basically, when they did all this research, they were saying when you're trying to get new habits and new behaviors, they say even if you start off with 30 seconds of it, hmm. 30 seconds, and you make a habit of 30 seconds, it will grow. Yeah. And if you can commit to a set period of time of going, I'll give this 30 seconds a day even, that's all the little seed needs to start sprouting and growing. Mm-hmm. Just like, um, you know, like uh, we're supposed to love on our mentors. I sent Mike a text affirming him and telling him what a huge impact he's had on my life. Because when I think back at it, when he asked me to speak the first time, how many things tell you that that's not your wheelhouse? Yeah. It was, I was scared to death, and frankly, I don't think it was even that good. But it doesn't matter. The more that I did it, it became easier, and now it is within my wheelhouse. Yeah. If I'm asked to do it, like I was at the men's retreat, I walked in the door, it was wintertime, my glasses were fogged. They're like, hey, Tracy Weaver's flight got delayed. Is there any way that you can take tomorrow's session? I wasn't ready, but I was like, you know what? I've done it before. I can do it. Mm-hmm. And I did it, 
and I had a lot of people that thought what I said was helpful. Sometimes it's better to not even have a ton of <laughs> you don't time have to the think build up. about Maybe it. Maybe it is. <laughs> like, yeah, that Maybe was <laughs> getting asked to speak at that women's event too. I was like, oh, hey, we had a cancellation tomorrow. Can you? You have twenty five minutes of a yeah. presentation. I'm like, well, I guess I can. Yes. I said yes before I even knew what I was signing up for. Yeah. And then that's good. We have to do things Because like God that. took you up the stairs to get you a point where you could say yes. And we yeah. got to take those first steps. Yeah. 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 Love it. Um, for the last point here, I have, we have to hear from high command if you want to have the most. So we're still talking about if you're on mission and you're trying to be on mission daily, the other main point. We have to hear from high command if you want to be the most informed or current and have you know the most linear path mm -hmm. so i guess that's why i think over time instead of we evolve from sunday's jesus word and worship time celebration to now i'm to a point where i need him so much and i don't want to take the long way that i try to check in with him all day long mm -hmm. jesus and some and it's not like he's audibly speaking to me all day but god will give you leanings yeah he will absolutely. give you spiritual leanings and you'll go you know what i know i could go left or right but my gut, my leaning is telling me, and I sought God in this, my gut is leaning me right. I think he just simplifies it. We we tend to complicate things. Over. Human beings, and I'll speak for myself, everything is, like, complicated. Yeah. And so when, when Jesus <laughs> can, like, make it simple, then I'm like, okay, okay, good. All that other stuff can wait, or well, and I don't need to be thinking about any of that right now, or... Yeah. Okay, I get it, God. Like, this is really your primary goal for me today. That's right. It. I mean... That's it? Yeah. Right? <laughs> it almost... Like, I think it's... It just makes more sense. Right. Yeah. But don't you think... Because I did write down on here, my, my kind of go-to overview tools is I find that my life is... I have less stress and I, I'm more on mission if I find, like, I boil, every, I, sim, I, I lean on simplification and compartmentalization for my best tools. And the, that mouthful basically just says, when I get home, my focus is family and house and what do we need to get done and how's everybody doing and do I need to sew into anybody that day and what do we need to do? That's my home. When I'm at work, I try not to think about, I mean, it still happens, but I have to keep bringing myself focus on that next person, love on them. What can I do to give my 110%? How can I go above and beyond? I have to compartmentalize because otherwise if I'm trying to think of what I have to keep track of at the office while I'm trying to think of what's happening at the house plus what I got to pack for and get ready for and whatever, I, I get nothing done. Mm -hmm. I squiggle. I go in circles. But if I can just go, nope, this is this. Now I just simplify. I focus on these three tasks while I'm here. Boom, 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 boom. When I'm done with that, I move on to the next. I have to simplify because all of my worlds are collided into the same space. They are. It's home, work, and And working from home is extremely challenging. During a pandemic with kids, homeschooling, running a business, with a new dog. Uh-huh. So... I think and coffee shops closed so that you can't go work somewhere else. I, I cannot wait to just go sit in a coffee shop with air conditioning and put your headphones in. Yeah, and just work. Yeah. So that's you're right. I think. Um, I think the only tool. I think that's the only way we can do it. Right. We are not capable of bumping our processor to control and think of all things at all times. No, and I appreciate you saying you know when you're you have like this primary goal in any situation during the day. Okay, this is it. This is it. Compartmentalization. I will say, 
I might be wrong here, but I feel like men can compartmentalize a little better Absolutely. than women can. I agree. And so No, I feel women are capable of it. Yeah. I think they just have to lift that weight long enough that they can dial it in. Yeah. But I do believe I'm, I'm genuinely believe women are more capable mentally than men are. I don't mean smarter, but I mean they just process at a different way than men do. Men are very simple. Um <laughs> why am I thinking like caveman beating a beating a club? But let's I mean, I guess you have to find out what works for you. Yeah. So even when we're going in here, um we'll, that'll bridge us right into what we're gonna go over next of what our tools are. But like the one thing I wrote down is think about from now until the end of your life, think of it like a map quest and you have five thousand routes that you can take. You know, they give you all of your options. Some are very short, some are very long, some are scenic, some are fast, some have road construction. Mm-hmm. You get to pick all day long, you get to choose which road you're picking. Just like I know those books in middle school that you read where you get to a certain point and then you get to decide yeah. which version are you reading. Yeah, you're like if you want whatever, go to page. And then Sarah would always cheat. And what did you? I do? read all the endings. You would read all the endings, yeah. which to me would just be well, hard I, to process. There's no way I can check out a book and like not read. About not know it. what happened the other road. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, but see, that's what we do all day. So like, that's why I think these missions and purposes and all these gratitudes and things will get us to start steering towards finding the path that God's map quest is giving us for that day, so that our line is short. So when we're talking about the map quest and the book path, that's similar to every decision we have. We want to be on God's path. We want to check in with him in the morning for sure, but all day long because we know that he's always going to better us and move us forward because it's not a restriction. It's a it's freedom. Yeah. Um, so with that said, I think we should maybe go into... So one of the key points we want to talk about, how do we then start to win and stay on mission? Well, a lot of times people don't know their mission. So if somebody doesn't know their mission yet, what do they do? Like, let's say you're sitting here and you're listening and you go, gosh, I mean, I know I'm good at some stuff, but really, I don't see how fixing a car. I mean, I know we can easily say a car ministry or whatever. But if for those people struggling, how do you make that bridge of, you know what? I am going to say that I'm good at this and that is going to be something. I mean, don't you think you kind of have to sit down and kind of write it out? It's a, it's a it lot out? of reflection. It's a lot of reflection. It takes work. So a few things. You, you, It is work. You do have to go down. You know, you always hear about these people. Like, what is your why? You know, what is your purpose? Like, what? Wait, why do you get out of bed in the morning? Okay. Yeah. So we have to think about that. Let's write that down. What are you passionate about? What makes you curious? Uh-huh. You yeah. Know? What so, interests you? What interests you? That's and huge. Those are the things that we kind I mean... Even the other day, it was quiet, and there was no distractions for once, and I was sitting going, this is what it's like to actually think. It had been a kind of a long time <laughs> to not be distracted, Yeah. and that's another thing. You really have to separate from camp, and you have to just focus, you, Yeah. and we all need that every day, whether it's fi- doing this exercise and reflecting or just literally sitting in silence. Yeah. We need that. Yeah. That's a, a side little thing, but... I think um, being being curious will guide you and lead you to who you are as a person, um, listing what you're passionate about. I also think praying about opportunity, you know, so pray like, okay, God, what would you have for me to operate in what you have for others? How can I, what can I do for you How today? can I be your hands? Exactly. Yeah. And he'll show you. Yeah. He'll show you. So. So for- finding it. 
those yeah. are those are how I would suggest. So step one is like I do believe so this is going to be our focus exercise. So for that, what we want you to do, I'll skip the first part, but we'll get into what we're talking about, which is what are my flow areas in life? And when we talk about flow, we're just talking about not to give a long-winded explanation. We're just talking about what are you good at XYZ? What do you feel affinity to or what do you find interest in? What of your gut and your heart? Like everyone has a, you know, leanings on things and who they are as a person. What of those things do you find is your element, your wheelhouse, the things where you lose time, the things that you just enjoy it and love every time you do it? And I would encourage you to put everything, even you don't disregard something because you're like, why would I put this as a strength when I'm good at fishing? Like, right. write it down because all of that can be relevant. It is. You know, like God will use you in the weirdest ways. Uh-huh. So if you're good at tying knots write it down yeah like literally right if you right if your wheelhouse is nothing is too small no and those are the things that you'll start to see um god using you in honestly and so many times what i find is all of a sudden he starts making this hybrid stuff where he starts blending multiple things together and now you find like your niche yeah and then you're like okay i i can pull this off and i know what my mission is yeah so i'm gonna keep going and trying to pull it off in that direction so the focus exercise, we're talking about the questions that we want you to reflect on. So what are you good at? What, what is you your flow at? areas? Mm-hmm. And I, I think, you know, maybe you can pick out a few of your weak areas too mm-hmm. and kind of say, okay, like what, what am I not being very good at right now? If, or what's something that I want to work on because I'm feeling compelled by God to tweak it a little bit? Or how or, about like if you have momentum and certain things keep coming into your life that seem to crash you or mm-hmm. or derail you, you or let the air out of your balloon, you might have to go after that weak area. Yeah. So if you have one of those, then what I would recommend is write down a few weak ones. We don't want to focus on the weak. We're focusing on positivity, not negativity. But take a few of those weak things and then maybe go, if I struggle with mm-hmm. anger, rage, stress, um, whatever it is, mm-hmm. okay? Take that thing and reverse engineer it. What situations make me angry? Yeah. Okay, uh, is that a me thing? Is that a situation thing? Do I need to remove something like, whatever, it's just easy to pick on social media. Do I need to remove it because I'm being anxious? Or do I need to work on me so that I'm not a person who gets jealous about things around me, you know? Yeah. So, think- am, I, am I trying to do too much? Right. I mean, that's I. I will admit that's something that I'm working on. Yeah. I'm trying to do too much right now. Yeah. And I need to reverse engineer and say, <laughs> and say, okay, Sarah, maybe dial it back a little bit, you know. Um, but I will say that I would that would be a weakness for me right now. Is Look at where you're, um, where you're getting tripped up, where yeah. your speed bumps are, yeah. that are jacking up your flow. Right. Yep. Um, so we talked about find out what you're good at. Find out what maybe you need to tweak and reverse engineer it. Mm-hmm. But then from those things, we want to boil down a list with confidence, like God's confidence. Okay, what is my purpose? Yeah. So then we want to ask ourselves, what do I feel like it does not a permanent thing? You don't have to tattoo it on you. But at this moment in time, with God's, um, with the Holy Spirit in mind, what do I feel like my leaning and purpose is? For even just today, not even if it's for my life. Yeah, I think it can be overwhelming if you're thinking you have to figure it out for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like you said, we're in a work in progress, so that'll always change. Every so. season will be a little different. Okay. Okay. 
So with that said, so that'll be our daily exercise, our focus exercise, or mm -hmm. our focus exercise that we want everybody to do. So if you have the ability to like separate, I sometimes will do it for four hours at a time. Mm -hmm. I'll go and get in the woods or go wherever, ice fishing or something, and just write and really self-diagnose some things. Mm -hmm. So if you can do that, I recommend it. If you can't do that, I would do it in your car if that's the only quiet place. Yeah. Or in the bathroom. Yeah. Um, but try to f go through that list so at least you have the basics because it's hard to know what your mission is if you don't have it down. Mm -hmm. You're going to get distracted and you'll have a new mission every day. Yeah. So I think finding that, one thing that I really found as super helpful is uh, to write down, there's an app that I will, I'll post just in case somebody wants a simple tool, but it's kind of a, just a to-do list app that breaks down big things, medium things, and little things. And for me, it helps a lot to just look at that real quick because it takes two seconds. What is my focus? Uh, I want to love on my patients like they're my family. I want to give them 100% so they're healing as fast as possible. I have to center so that before I start, I know what my goal is mm -hmm. so that I'm hitting it. Right. So I think that app, I'll post that so if anybody wants any little tricks. Um, but having this master list as we walk through and talk about gratitude and joy and community, all those things are clearing the, the negative hooks and things that will hold us back from our mission and purpose. And now that we have our mission and purpose and kind of a daily master list we can go off to, that's going to speak to all areas of our life. It sets our compass in the morning. And it's the, here's the key. I think all these we're doing all this hard work so that you can have easy and fast morning calibration. You know, like in a... In a short period of time, I got my mission, my marching papers, and I'm good. Mm -hmm. I'm not spending two hours to get spiritually ready for the day because yeah. that's not reality. Yeah. But if you have this stuff all down, you can flip out a sheet of paper and go, no, I'm thankful for this, this, and this. I have joy in this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. I have my mission and purpose, and boom, 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 boom. Let's get my coffee. Let's go. Mm -hmm. You know? Exactly. Because otherwise, it, like you said... <laughs> it can be... It's overwhelming. It's right. daunting. Right. Um, so with that, go ahead. Nope. So basically, then we'll, uh, we'll just walk into a little explanation of our mental hygiene moment. So mental hygiene moment, what we want to focus on this week is each day while you're still in your car. So we're picking a point, an anchor point, just like eating or brushing your teeth or showering. Each day while you're still in your car, ready to go into an errand, go into a meeting, go into work, uh, go in to see family, whatever. For that moment before you go into whatever you're doing, I want you to pause and know that God has something for me here in this next thing I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So how can I serve, mm -hmm. love on others, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, step in the gap shows Christ's hand. Yeah. It can be small. You can just smile at someone. Yeah. You can just love on someone who's having a hard day. Or like I try to do, if someone's being a jerk to me, okay, let's say somebody's crabby. Here's the hard one for me. Reset. Don't get emotional. Think about that person might have had 15 horrible things go on today. Right. And they have a great reason to be upset. And you don't know their story. And I don't need to add to it. Right. So maybe I'll counter and be overly nice just to... Kill them with kindness. Well, and maybe it helps reset them a little bit. Because sometimes if someone comes in and is super nice to me when I'm being grumpy, sometimes I'm like, well, shoot, yeah, I was off base. But see, this is like a shield to me. Like, you have this big shield. Yeah. And people's grumpiness, like... It is a shield. It, you just, boom, just like bounces right off. Well, and then that shield protects you from the leech grabbing on. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like you just. And then by the end of the day, you come home and you're disheveled and you go, yeah. I have 15 leeches hanging on me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're totally right. I think that's a big one. I like that one. Um, especially now because, you know, even the other day I was at Marshall's and 
they have arrows on the floor telling you which direction to go and <laughs> it's just weird. Yep. And anyway, there was this woman and, and I feel like this maybe I'm imagining things, but I feel like people right now feel like they can't look at you or talk to you or you know, because everyone's wearing their masks yep. and it's just really weird. Separate. It's yeah, it is. It's yeah. a little alienating. It's a little We've all separated and it's just strange. But um she was so grumpy and just waiting for me to move very impatiently annoyed and and, yeah she was annoyed and I go oh do you need me to move and she just stood there and she wouldn't even say anything and so I just like smiled and (laughs) you know stepped out of the way and let her I'm like that's just a bummer but you know but we have to just be okay with sometimes it's the little things like smiling or throwing a considerate anything toward people. Um, it could be big where you're buying someone's groceries. It could be, um, texting someone and just affirming them because they've got put them on your heart. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I don't want this to feel like we have to do something big. It can all be such all oh, small too. is better, frankly. Mm-hmm. And I feel like small will grow into big. Yeah. So do start small. It's all those little, habits. just like that 30 second. When I'm in Target, I'm going to do one nice thing for someone they didn't expect. Yeah. Oh, you picked up their stuff for them as they dropped it, or you looked to open the door for them. Yeah. Start there. It does add up. And I will say, too, like, our kids can do this. Um, I remember when the kids were little, and we gave them little gift cards, and we said, okay, you get to walk through Walmart, and you have to pick someone, pray about it, and God will show you who you're supposed to give it to, you Yeah. Know? And, like, I'm over there going, ah, like, <laughs> weeping. Because <laughs> they're, you know, going Holy in, Spirit like, tears. Yes, yes, yes. And they're going and giving these gift cards. And I just, it's the little things like that. So. Right. Make and, a big difference. And your effort will be paid back. You will get uh, less stress. You will feel like you're checking God's boxes. Mm-hmm. That brings a lot of freedom and um, and satisfaction in life because that is our mission and purpose. It's in our DNA. Yeah. And when you're doing those things, you don't feel like you're behind or deficit. You're like, hey, just like if you get a small workout in, mm-hmm. I still got my workout. Yeah. Boom, box checked. Yeah. Oh, I sewed into someone. I was Jesus in this position. Boom, box checked. It's not a matter of works, but all these things should be an outpouring of all the things that we've discussed in all the weeks of the outpouring of gratitude and thankfulness to Christ helps us rise above and be his hands Mm -hmm. so that other people, when they go, man, what's different with her? Everybody else is stressed out and she's like thankful and looking at the positive and and like encouraging me and praying for me. That's where we're the salt and light of the earth. Absolutely. So um, I think the other thing you put at the bottom is really good. Just about the last key point I wanted to hit on and just say it quick was I like when you put stay curious and passionate. Because these guide you to finding more about yourself and the world around you. That is it. Stay yeah. hungry. Yeah. Like stay thirsty, my friends. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> keep 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 going for that water of the Holy Spirit. Keep mm-hmm. trying to knock off your rough edges. Keep looking for where you can be step in the gap and be. And that leads to a fulfilling life, which brings joy and happiness. And then you'll have community, and you'll have Jesus with a tight relationship that you feel like you have that you're getting the most out of. Yeah, and it's, it's almost like when you're going out into the battlefield and we've talked about gratitude, joy, and community, these are all like armor right? for going into you're this gearing battlefield up. for mission and purpose. You're gearing you know, up. So. And without the gear, it's not going to go so well. Yeah. That's what we're doing, get the gear on you in the morning. And next week we're going to talk about our final big 
piece of armor. Yeah, that's our final week next week. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we're going to do the Facebook Live on Wednesday. Uh, it'll be the Wednesday. If it, it'll release on Wednesday, and then the following Wednesday, we'll talk on this topic. We'll also go over the um, the Jesus said and the scripture components. So anyway, we appreciate you listening. listening. We're going to get into our final week, and we hope that uh, you guys can start plugging some of this in and find the benefit in it. So Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. See you.